Welcome to Everything's Totally Fine. I'm Allie Hawk, and I'll be your host this week. Every other Tuesday, we bring you people who share stories about their lives. These aren't just any people. They're the toughest we can find. Join us to hear about the times we pretend everything's totally fine. This Tuesday, our guest, like last time, is a Floridian. She's a consulting producer for the MTV show Ridiculousness. She graduated from Florida State and now lives in Los Angeles, where she rock climbs. How do you pronounce your last name? Manrique. Manrique, yeah. The one thing you need to know about Haley is that she loves Miller Lite more than anyone in the world. It's my pleasure to welcome Haley and Manrique to the show. I had, I've been, I had been successful for five years at keeping it on, under wraps. Okay. You know, so I was 19 actually. And at this point I'd, I had already gone to college in a place called Tallahassee, Florida. It's about four hours north of Tampa, where I'm from. And I had, I had some friends in Tallahassee, and they were like, you know what? We know this girl who'd be great for you. She's from Tampa also. Da, da, da. So they kind of uh, hooked us up, and we kind of started dating. And I was, when I was 19, I was back for, in Tampa for summer vacation, and like, so was she. So you know, my parents were at work, and I was at home, and so I had brought my girlfriend over, and we were, <laughs> this is going to sound bad, we were in my bed, luckily, we were not having sex. Okay. Thank fucking God. <laughs> you know, we were fully clothed, but, like, we were kind of laying on my bed, and I, I had, like, my arm around her or something, and my back was to the door, um, and somehow, completely silently, my mom had entered the house and walked upstairs because my bedroom was upstairs I didn't hear her um she must have you know what she I feel like now that I think back on it my mom must have seen her car in the driveway and thought like because you know I'm sure they had their suspicions you know their daughter had never had a boyfriend before you know come on um so (laughs) and did you think she would come home from work during the day or you like you thought you were scot-free there was no chance I thought I had I thought she was just going to come home like 30 minutes or an hour later than she did. You know, she just got home a lot quicker than I thought she would. Oh, and so you had like scheduled it to line up like pretty close. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I actually was a little daring. Maybe a little part of me like was over hiding, you know, maybe a little part of me was like, fuck it. Because I remember at one point too, when she was over and I had grabbed something from the garage. We had like a garage fridge. Oh, yes. 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 A garage fridge. Yeah, we yeah. have one of those. Yeah. It's like... With, so like, I, beer and... Beer and sodas. Yeah, like, Pepsi. Basically. Yeah. Yeah. So we went... I think we went to go grab a soda, and I remember kissing her in, in there while my parents were, like, in the kitchen or something, and she was like, what the fuck? Like, don't do that. Like, your parents are going to see, and... That would have been so fun. That's, like, an added layer of fun. I know. It's kind of hot, right? <laughs> so... But, um, yeah, so my mom came home a lot earlier than I thought she was going to... Like, I thought I had a little more time. So we're laying there, and all of a sudden, my girlfriend goes, oh, shit, your mom. And I go, that's not funny. Because <laughs> my back was to the door. I didn't. I was like, don't say that. That's not funny. And she goes, no, <laughs> like, really? And I turn around, and my mom's in the doorway, doesn't say a word, just mouth agape, just 
mouth dropped open, like jaw dropped, and I just go, oh, shit. And my mom just turns around and walks downstairs, and I immediately start hyperventilating. Like, I am fucking terrified. Like, I immediately just go, <gasps> and to a point where, like, the, this girl I was dating at the time was like, oh, my God, are you okay? Like, are you going to be okay? Like, don't die, <laughs> you know? This is like the badass that had kissed her getting a soda out of the fridge, and now you're, like, <laughs> completely reverting. I know, right? <laughs> okay. I felt like such a badass before, and then now, and then I just, oh, I was in dire straits. I was not doing okay. <laughs> And you're still in your bed, and so now like you have yeah. to take action because your mom has heard you say that's not funny, and then she heard you say oh shit. So it's all very obvious now. Oh, it's all very obvious, and also like, granted, we weren't like naked or making out or anything, but the way like we were we were like cuddling or something, you know, and it was very clear. And I hear my mom call downstairs, like from downstairs, like, "Well, are you gonna come down?" I was like. Oh, I walked downstairs. My, this poor girl was just in my room, like, terrified, just sitting up there. And I go downstairs. And to be honest, like, my mom, who adores me, was totally not herself, the thing she said to me. Like, she said some of the worst things to me to the point where I was, like, 19. And I was like, should I move out? Do you not want me to be here? What do I need to do? she called her doctor like her primary doctor this is how fucking backwards ass crazy these flurry florida people are she called her doctor and was like my daughter's gay what do i do and he was like uh i'm a doctor you know what am i gonna do so while you were up in your room she had gotten downstairs and the first thing she did was call her doctor was this all happening no she called me downstairs so Mm -hmm. i was downstairs with my mom Mm -hmm. while my girlfriend was just sitting in my room and um and your mom called the doctor and my mom then called her, like, doctor. Like, her primary physician. <laughs> like, not even, like, a psychologist. Like, as if there's a shot I can get or something, <laughs> yeah. you know? But she was pretty hysterical. I was like, oh, my God, you know, please don't tell Dad. Because uh, my dad, you know, is the, has a, you know, safe full of guns. You know, <laughs> my dad is going to kill me. And here's the worst part. She goes, yeah. <laughs> and I was like, oh, my God. And at some point during this whole thing, like, I think my girlfriend snuck out the house. Okay. Or, or my mom said something about it, and I was like, just come down and, like, just go, go. <laughs> you know? I had gone upstairs just in, you know, obviously this whole time I am just, like, bawling my eyes out. And I was so scared about when my dad got home. You know, we don't, there's only two kids. There's my brother and myself. And I'm the younger one also, so I am daddy's little princess. I could get away with anything with him. Like, I could be like, Daddy, and he just would melt, you know? I am his princess 100%. So anytime I would go anywhere, he was typical Southern dad. Like, he'd be like, all right, better not talk to boys, you know? There better not be any boys there. And I'd be like, okay. (laughs) So I'm sitting in my room crying my eyes out, and my dad gets home finally. I can hear him come in, and I can hear them having a conversation. And I'm just like, oh, my God. I'm like, this is it. Either I'm going to be like dead or my life is going to change forever. And um, so I hear a knock on my door and it's my dad. And he's like, can I come in? And I was like, 
<laughs> you know, just like fighting the tears. And he comes in and he sits on my bed and he goes, I guess you took that no boys thing too seriously, huh? <laughs> and I was like, I just started laughing and he was like, you know, it's cool. He's like, we're going to figure this out. I think he really hates boys. Like he, <laughs> he hates boys so much, which he must have been like a really shitty like teenage boy. So my dad was like weirdly cool with it. And then I think he kind of talked my mom off the ledge a little bit and they both were in my room and they were like, you know, we'll figure this out, blah, blah, blah. And cause my, oh yeah, my mom had said earlier, like we're gonna go to therapy and all this other shit. And I was like, well, I'm also 19, so I don't have to do any of that. Uh, but my, yeah, my dad kind of like calmed her down and he was like pretty cool with it. And the only thing they said is like, you know what? We're just gonna not tell grandma. <laughs> <laughs> I think being a lesbian made me open to all kinds of people. And experiences, it sounds like. And experiences. Because it pushed you out of your comfort zone. Now I'm, like, so happy, like, being who I am. And I'm so grateful for it because I think it totally made me a way better person than I would have been. Because I, I kind of parallel myself to my brother. And my brother is a great guy. And so, so are my parents. I don't mean... They're not monsters. They are actually, like, really great people. And they think the world of me. But... They're so close-minded in so many aspects, and it definitely, yeah, it definitely made me a better person, I think, and so I'm pretty happy about it now. So Sarah, let's, let's talk about yeah. Sarah. So Sarah's a pretty new. Um, Sarah is someone I met in September, I think, which is like four months ago. Mm-hmm. If it's December. Three, three, three. Or four. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, probably three. That makes sense. So I went to, I go to this place called, actually, you probably know Bigfoot Lodge. I don't know. You don't know? You should check it out. It's really close to here, actually. Every Wednesday, they have this like trivia night. So I have these friends that I went to college with that just invited me to do that one night. And I was like, yeah, that sounds great. So I went, and one of my friends was dating this girl, um, Emily who's this like pretty redhead. And she had a roommate named Sarah that she brought to trivia night. Okay. And it was the first time I had met both of them actually. And at first I was like, wow, both these girls are really pretty. <laughs> um, but I was like, the Sarah girl is like really cute. And then I was like trying to get a vibe from her, but I couldn't really like figure it out. And it was like, you know, I had just met her, so it wasn't a big deal. Um, you know, that night we kind of like just went our separate ways. Everyone just kind of did their own thing. Later on, I had seen her in a play she was in called Emily Dickinson, Time Traveler. And it was actually pretty great, but she played Emily Dickinson. So you meet her at a lodge and I then meet you her at a see lodge. her starring in a play. It was pretty romantic. Yeah, right? I thought so. So Did you know she was starring in it when you went to it? I think I did. I think I did. I mean, I was going to go anyways. But that was definitely like, a, oh, that cute girl from the bar is going to be there. So had like, you planted okay, any go. seeds like during trivia? Like, had you made any good jokes or like got any really good trivia answers right? Like, I got a couple good trivia answers because I know a lot. Of, I know a lot of trivial shit, <laughs> and like, I think I had gotten like a couple pretty solid like '80s song answers. Oh, like, impressive! I, look, I looked pretty cool. That is, you know? yeah, those are good things to get right. And I definitely, you know, I try and like 
mention it pretty early if I'm like a lesbian, you know, if I'm like into a girl, I'm like, I think I definitely laid those seeds down. I was and how, like, like, what sort of comments do you, do you say to do that? I say, <clears throat> I try and make it sly, you know, I try not to just be like, oh, so I'm gay. So, you know, <laughs> right. Like I the other day I was driving to work and I'm a lesbian. <laughs> <and> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like I try not to make it like, you know, super obvious. I try and like naturally fit it into the conversations, which is sometimes really hard. But I think I probably said something along the lines of maybe mentioning like, oh, yeah, this girl I used to date did that. And so I definitely like laid the groundwork, right? Mm -hmm. So after Emily Dickinson, Time Traveler, she did a great job, by the way. It was really funny. Um, and were you, so you, were you more into her than you're sitting in the audience and she's the lead in this play and she does really well? Yeah, yeah. And I think because also I, you know, I like funny people. Mm -hmm. Oh, this girl's got like a good sense of humor. So... Were you immediately wondering whether or not she was in a relationship? Like, that's what I immediately... Yes, so definitely. Now, so now you're in, like, research mode. Oh, yeah. And that happened later that night. So we went to this bar, and we were all hanging out, and, like, I was chit-chatting with her. And I remember she went to the bathroom, and my friend Zach, who's a really funny guy, who wrote and directed the play. All right, Zach, like, you spent some time with her, obviously, because you directed her in this play. I was like, all right, what's her deal, man? Like, give me the skinny, you know? And he's like, mm, I think she has a boyfriend. And I was like, oh. So I was just like, fuck. And I was so, I was like, man, you know, I really thought I was kind of getting vibes from her, you know? So I was like, damn. And then when she got out of the bathroom, though, I was still feeling these vibes. Her roommate, the pretty redhead, was about to leave. I was like, oh, I guess she's going to go, too. And so she had come up, come up to Sarah and said, you know, I'm going to go. Do you want to go? And she was like, well, I don't know. And I was like, well, I can take you home. And she's like, great. Okay. <laughs> so I was like, okay, these are good signs, right? So, so even though you think she has a boyfriend, you're still like, okay, I can still try to... Well, I wasn't convinced that... Because she had not mentioned a boyfriend, and I really did feel like I was getting vibes. So I was like, maybe he's mistaken, mm -hmm. you know, and I'll find out later. Okay. Right. Find out eventually. Right. Because yeah, <laughs> you know? you're still, like, the investigation's full on now. Oh, yeah. You've locked is... her down for a ride home. So we hung out at the bar a little longer, and it was, like, 2 a.m., and they were doing that thing that L.A. does where around, you know, 2 a.m. in the morning, they just close down a bunch of lanes to do some construction. Mm -hmm. So it literally took us, like, an hour and... to get from downtown to, like, Van Nuys. So we're just sitting in the car, and I'm like... Uh, you know, trying to hold a conversation, but also trying not to like do too much. And if I don't like really like someone, if I don't feel invested in someone, I could have come off so cool and just let it flow and been fine. But because I, when I get like kind of invested in someone, I kind of like someone, I just turn into like an idiot. So I was like trying to, and I was just like, mm. so we finally get to her house. And it's kind of, it's so awkward. We get to her house and I like park in front of her house and I don't know whether to park or to just pull up, you know, cause I don't know if I'm like coming in or if I'm not. So I just kind of pulled up and she got out and left. And it was like, all right, I guess that's, uh, that's that.
just kept like hanging out like me and her and her roommate so it would be me sarah and emily um all hanging out and i eventually got them into watching buffy the vampire slayer <laughs> my show locking it down locking it yeah. down and i also knew because here's the thing if she didn't like the show i would have been like she's not worth it anyways you know and so do you have her number at this point i, I do and are you texting yeah i think a little bit because i think that night she gave me her number and i said i texted her something like hey it's Haley. like this is my number you know one of those deals eventually it got to a point where it was just Sarah and I hanging out, like watching the show. One night in particular, she was over, and this this is how, like any other girl, I would have just made it happen. But she comes over, and I make us some dinner, and we watch some Buffy, and we're like a foot away from each other on my huge sectional couch. Like there's no reason we need to be that close to each other. and. She had done that night what I had done the first night, where she was like sprinkled in the fact that she had dated women before. Okay. You know, I yeah, because I I had never I never flat out asked her if she had a boyfriend, but throughout me hanging out with her for so long, she'd never once mentioned a boyfriend. You know, mm-hmm. so I was like, there's no way. It was like 2 a.m. We were like sitting a foot away from each other on the couch watching this show. I just couldn't like make a move. I just couldn't do I was like frozen. I was so scared to do anything. And it's then, like so clearly a date though. You made her dinner and you're watching a movie and you've been hanging out one on one. Like it's so, what was stopping oh, yeah. you? Maybe I was overthinking it. I have this group of uh, people that I went to college with. I have like a group text. So I would text them like, guys, I need your help. You know, like I need the, the tribunal's help. And they were like, she is into you. You need to like do something. That night, I did not do anything. What? I know, right? How late did she stay? Till like 2 or 3 a.m. Until we both fell asleep. And then you just slept there next to each other? I know. That's ridiculous. I know. And then eventually, she, like, we woke up and she was like, okay, I guess I'll go. <laughs> so you're both just, just like completely dancing we're, around we're this. We're both completely dancing around it. And I guess too chicken shit to like do anything about it. But this and, is not your first rodeo. Like you, I mean, you are like you've been in the game for a while. Like totally. And like I said, like, I mean, usually I'm totally fine. Usually I can like make it happen. I can be smooth. Like, but <laughs> when I like really like someone, I just turn into like an idiot, you know? Because I overthink things. I really do. When I actually care. And and what is overthinking to you? Well, instead of just taking something at face value, this girl has been standing really close to me. She must be into me. You know, this girl's been looking me a lot in the eye. She must be into me. I would overthink it and be like, well, maybe there was just not a lot of places to stand. And I just totally think like, Haley, you're imagining this. You know, if I said, Allie, I like you, you know, or if you said, Haley, I like you, I would have been like, well, I mean, she just means like she likes me as a friend. I would talk myself out of it. You know, I'd be like, she doesn't actually like me. She's just like wants to be friends with me. And then if I try and kiss her, it's going to be weird. And then we won't be friends anymore. Like, it can't even, can't even happen because it's just too important. Because, <laughs> I know. Because if it happens, there's a chance that it could not happen how you want it to, and then it would be Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. You know, and... So then what happens? Like, something has to give. So I consulted my college, this thread, this text thread. There's, like, gay people, straight people, men, women, you know, all kinds of ethnicities, too. So I'm like, all right, this is a great focus group <laughs> to get in on this. 
And they're all like, yeah, obviously she's into you. But then I even overthink that. So a really good friend of mine, Julian, um, he's like this awesome, like Moroccan Jewish guy. He like sends me an individual text Mm -hmm. and he goes, Haley, it's 2015. Ask this girl out. (laughs) And I don't know what it was about him just stating what year it currently was. But that really made me be like, yeah, it's 2015. He's right. Like, I got to do it, you know. And he really, like, pumped me up. And I was like, yeah, you're right. He's like, do it and do it right now. Like, do it right now. Because I was like, well, I can't do it right now. And he's like, no, 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 no. (laughs) Do it right now. And I said, okay. And I knew she was going to be at work that night because we would talk all the time. Mm -hmm. So I was like, this kind of sucks, like, texting someone to ask them out. But... I have to do it right now because it's 2015. It's 2015. You have to. Yeah. Uh, It's almost 2016. So you better do it now. So is your heart pounding? Oh my, I'm freaking out. So I texted her something along the lines of, hey, um, (laughs) I totally wussed out last night. To be honest, I've been wanting to make a move for a while. Is it totally off base of me to like ask you out basically? Super direct. Super direct. I was pretty proud of myself. No more dancing around it. I don't know. What you asked her was, am I crazy if I were to ask? I know. Yeah, okay. No, I know. It's like checking your temperature. Right, exactly. Like, just like, would it be weird? I'm not asking you out, but would it be weird if I did? Hypothetically. (laughs) If I were to ask you out. Not that I want to, but just if I did. me, the person who made you dinner last night and whose place you stayed at till 2 a.m. Right, exactly. So still not 100% committed to this scariness. But at least I, you know, and I finally sent it. She is someone who did not turn off her red receipts on the iPhone. You know how when someone reads a text... That's a specific kind of person I've discovered. Yeah, yeah. some people leave red receipts. Yeah, it takes a certain confidence that I can't quite understand. I know, and I actually asked her about it later, and she was like, yeah, like, you know, you should... I don't really care. Like, you can know if I don't answer back or not. And I was like, fucking badass, girl. Right. But I can't have people I, knowing how long I'm drafting my response. Like, I know. Because I, I do revisions. <laughs> <laughs> so I sent her that weird, awkward text. And I'm sitting there, and I'm like, you know, she still hasn't read it. And I'm like, they're like, what did she say? What did she say? And I'm like, I don't know, nothing yet. And then I get a red receipt. Okay. And I'm like, <gasps> shit <laughs> no response and I'm like guys fuck because I was like if she you know was about it she would say yeah great you right know? that would have been an easy response it would have been an easy response so I'm like oh shit she's probably she's probably drafting her response right now mm-hmm. where she can nicely turn me down I was freaking out like 15 minutes later jeez I know she's brutal oh, it killed me it was rough maybe not 15 minutes Maybe more like five to ten, but it felt like thirty. Plus, you have a group on the line waiting. They're like all waiting. They're on the edge of their now. seat. Mm-hmm. They're on the edge of their seat waiting for my response. Because literally, I've been dragging this out for weeks. She finally gets back to me and she says something like, "No, I would love that." Well, great. I know, and I was like, "Oh, thank God!" And I was just so excited. And I remember texting back like, "She's down," and they were like, "Yeah," like. 50 like all caps like texts and oh man it was I was like and then I tried to be all cool I was like well great you want to go out like Wednesday (laughs) (laughs) totally recovered 
yes, I, like we went on like our first date. Like weirdly, I usually go from hookup to dating. Okay, yeah. So you're trying something different, more like hanging out and courting than to an actual like date. So we had a date. And were things different? Did it feel, was the energy a lot different after that? It was a little um, awkward at first. I think I like picked her up and we went to dinner. We're at, we had dinner, it was great. We get to the bar, the frolic room, and we were just hanging out getting drinks. And on two separate occasions, guys came up to us and like tried to like hit on us, <laughs> not realizing we were in the middle of a date. And at one point, the second guy who comes up to us and, like, tries to talk to us is like, are you guys sisters? Yeah. <laughs> and we were like, um, no. He's like, really? Because y'all could be twins. And we were, oh. I was like, oh, no. Damn. Yeah. And it was like, no. <laughs> like, if, like, I went out with her friends and they were like, are you guys related? And we were like, no. It happens so consistently <laughs> it was funny the first couple times now it's gotten to a point anytime we go out anywhere we get asked if we're siblings i shit you not oh no oh my god that's rough that's I know. rough and now i'm wondering if like because we're like we don't see it but are we like the biggest narcissists in the world like oh. maybe we totally do look alike and you, we're just like oh you're, you're so, so hot my boyfriend and i looked like brother and sister and people would say it that to us a lot so for Halloween we just went as siblings because we didn't have to dress up and then we could just make out in front of people and just gross them out like yeah. I, if anything I think just embrace it just say yes and then start making out that's not a bad idea because you don't need to answer that stranger's question that's true and if you want to just really freak them out then go for it that's true yeah maybe we'll do that to strangers maybe not in front of my friends because I don't want my friends to think that I'm fucking my sister <laughs> our show. You can follow us on Twitter at ETF Show and tune in every other Tuesday for new episodes. Art by Jen Hamilton. Danny Janino composed our theme music. Thanks for listening.